see ya. Bye-bye. Did you know you could give me a rating? That would be so sick. So if you could go to like Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to it and give me like a five star or like a 10 bags of popcorn, that would be cool. And guess what? It's It takes like two seconds. So it's, it's really kind of cool and easy. But if you don't want to, that's okay. Because guess what? Here is the episode. It sounds so cynical to uh, when Danny and I are like being such judgmental assholes. And I mean, we are assholes. So I'm not doing that. like... <laughs> It's because we respect the shit out of the bands that do actually do something different. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, for sure. That we put... If, like, I feel like the people who are just like, oh, it's under this genre, I, I don't like it. You know it's like disrespectful to the people who are actually doing like new shit. Yeah. And it's me. Yeah, no, the, those bands need to be acknowledged for the category that they're in by taking that risk. Uh, yeah, and sometimes not even if it's not necessarily like the result that you're psyched about, just the fact that it's something less classifiable. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, we were kind of talking about this uh, on the other podcast. Uh, it's like you know, scene bands just have a home immediately to the point where it's almost, like they're encouraged to just be derivative of other bands. In a way that's like, like I mean, everyone's derivative of something in certain ways, but to be fully derivative, like that's you just clone something. Yeah, it's like you know, those bands are guaranteed to get on some good shows and stuff because they'll have labels that just put out anything that's that kind of music. Yeah, exactly. The rest of and, us have to kind of just yeah figure it out. And that's a lot fine, of bands, but. a lot of big bands, they don't want better bands opening for them. Exactly. They want right. the lesser clone bands opening for them. So you're like gonna go on and play for whatever fucking band you're like ripping off, or a band who's better at ripping the like original band off than you are, and you know that because people like it's with comedians too. Like the comedians are very open. They're like I don't they take people on tour that they know are like good comedians, but they're like not nearly as good as they are. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like giving, you know, comparatively, it's like the girl who has the friend who's like a lot uglier than she is. So she's like drawing attention to how hot she is. Yeah. That like old stereotype. Not that I'm, not that I have any idea if that's true or not, but I remember that being a thing. No, no, definitely. But like, yeah. But, and, and also too, with like trying new shit and, and doing what Danny was talking about, like, the biggest fear is like, oh man, like it's an experiment. Like what if the experiment fails? Like what if people don't like it? And if I'm true to myself, like, and people don't like it, that means who I truly am is like shit. And like, we've definitely from the, from like the new, I mean, in every project, but certainly this new one, we've had people who are like, yeah, you know, I just, I'm not feeling it. I don't like this. I don't like the vocals. Uh, it's a little boring, you know, the song structure is like, I wish you had a little more flair to it and like stuff like that. And we, like, we heard that recently and we're like, yeah, it's, we're fine with that. Like not everyone's going to like it. It's yeah. no big deal. Exactly. Yeah. Really like people, pe- and they're going to tell you in the comments section, they might even, if they're real dicks, they'll fucking message you directly and they'll just <laughs> be like, yo, like this sucks. If you, you realize, like, you just look at that and you're like, ah, okay, well, I don't know, like, I'm fine. Like, it's not like I'm fucking dying over here or anything. People aren't going to like your shit, and it's totally fine. It's like, it, it's so, it's the anxiety that's so much worse than the actual, like, event where yeah. people tell you they don't like your shit, and you're, it's really, not, and then people, also people will reach out and be like wow you know i've never heard anything like this like this is awesome and you'll get not everyone's gonna like your stuff especially if it's uh, but as long as people aren't saying it's derivative yeah that's my biggest thing no that's it's just like oh sounds like every fucking other you know whatever well yeah it's just like they say you know like the worst thing is to be ignored you know it's like better to be hated or loved like if, if you yeah. don't elicit some kind of passionate response then 
what's the point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you might as well. Well, and like also the whole thing about like, like this is my identity and like, are are people going to reject my entire identity because they don't like this product? It's like, and I don't know, my experience I guess is unique in certain ways just because I've like, dedicated so many years to like trying to figure out artistic identity like musically and like watching different people that had it figured out earlier on and stuff it's like it should take you a while probably to like if it's really if you're saying this is your identity like you're gonna you know your artistic expression is gonna match some true thing about yourself like yeah that's that's pretty profound like that it that should take a while like i I feel like i i I sort of got there when I was 34. Like, like Horace yeah. was me f- getting the closest to that that I ever came. And yeah, and by the time I, by the time we had it together, like I had that all, you know, written and we and the whole thing was figured out. It was like, yeah, I was 34. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and Horace Torso was a prime example. Horace Torso was a prime example because, like. I, if you were to show that to like my more uh, normal friends or just friends who aren't, because everyone's a normie to some extent, right? Exactly. I mean, normie, normie in the uh, music sense. They're like, have you heard the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album? Yes. It fucking slaps. Like, people like that. If I can't show them Horse Torso, they're going to be like, what the absolute fuck is this? Exactly. Um, but. <laughs> But my music friends, like my, my, like even my jazz friends, like, cause I used to play jazz in high school and one of my really good friends went to, he's a professional jazz musician now. And I showed him horse torso. I showed him micro pianist. So it was a little more polished. There's a little less, like, I felt like the earlier album was a little darker, or like grittier in some sense. Yeah. I don't know if you've been, but like, yeah, for sure. He, he was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is awesome. Like, and it's, and he had never heard anything like that. And, and I, I had never heard anything like that when I, I listened to that first album on YouTube. And I remember like just being so um, captivated by what was going on. And it just like, and I, I to be fair, like I, I really did affect like my writing, even for like this project. Certainly, a lot of the um, the more um, dissonant stuff on guitar, uh, where where it's less like chaotic and it's a little more um, like there's a there's a groove to it, and there's a kind of like there's room for like drum improv and stuff like that, and like actual sort of development, like it really did affect the way I, I played and you know, you, it takes so long to fucking write and, and uh, rehearse and record an album that like, what's the point if it's just something that sounds like something else? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. And, and uh, you know, horse torso is not something that you could sell to like a major like indie rock. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Not remotely, yeah. But it's like when you, you know, I mean, you're an old man, so this will be soon. When you're on your deathbed, (laughs) uh, (laughs) when you're on your, you know, and you're thinking back and you're like looking at this stuff that you've done, you're like, dude, I like that. That was me. Like, really, I went, I had a kind of like just a vision and I like saw it through. Totally. I mean, that's what, yeah, that whole thing is huge for me and like yeah to the like the death thing it's like all of that it's like and i wonder that about other things with people's lives of like aren't you gonna be on your deathbed being like what the fuck did i do but you know whatever yeah. uh now. yeah i mean but 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 i mean being able to be like okay i'm you know like i, I mean i guess i probably wrote at least that first album it was definitely like a batch of songs that that were supposed to kind of go together and like, and just, and I, I could hear that, like, I already knew, like, sort of the order of the tracks I wanted and like how they would go into each other. And like, you know, and it, but it was this just idea in my head. And yeah. like, yeah, when, when you're at the point where you did the thing and it definitely represents that idea you had in your head, 
it's yeah. like, and then other people are like responding to it with the response that you thought that they would based on your own response to i mean you know like that's the thing i don't know that's my thing with music like writing music and why i feel like i can do whatever weird kind of like whatever the fuck it is that i do that i can do that is just because i'm like well i know if it sounds good to me and if it sounds good to me it's gonna sound good to some amount like of you. other people because yeah, like yeah. i'm just a person yeah you know and like my influences are just like shit that other people also are influenced by and like and, i'm and not you unique to, enough you know you had to develop that's the thing like you had to develop that self kind of reflection to be like I'm not going to like something just because I made it like, which right. I feel like a lot of like really pe- people who are just getting into composition and writing, that's a big trap where they're like a riff that they wrote. And obviously like they're writing a musical riff. Like maybe they haven't ever written anything musical or creative before. And you have this, obs- you know, otherworldly like obsession with it because it's your baby that you made. Mm-hmm. And you have to really, really write and, and, and learn how to throw things, develop self-reflection and be like, no, this is not everything I shit is gold. Yeah. Like, this is not. Right. And, and, and if you have that kind of, uh, but even then it's so tough. Like, how many times did I, was I like, is this good? Like, I would send you stuff and be like, I can't tell if like, this is just me blowing smoke in my own ass. Like, right. Uh, and sometimes you would be like, honestly, man, like, I'm not, I don't think it's like crazy interesting. And, and it's great because we're able to get past those kinds of, that kind of, those blinders. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and, uh, that egoism where, uh, I'm going to be biased because it's like, yeah, I made it. And I know the emotions that I put behind it and I have a vision for it. It's it's obstructing the view of what it really is, and uh, Daniel would be like, "Nah, dude, I think you should do this, and I think you should like take this out, or just throw out the song altogether, or or like try something else." And like, that's actually super helpful. That's why I mean, being in a band can be really um, good for your creative writing because, like, as long as you guys are honest, you have to be able to a take criticism and b give criticism because, like nothing is worse than when I've been in a project like this where like maybe one, I wasn't the lead writer and the lead writer who was very talented would come with something, play it for us. But he was very like emotionally unstable. So we were like, yeah, dude, sounds perfect. Sounds awesome. Like, cause we didn't want to break it to him and be like, actually dude, like I think you could do a lot better. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's like the worst thing you can do for your friend creatively is to, uh, give them false praise because eventually it's going to come out. Yeah. And, um, but, but yeah, I mean the, the, that horse torso vibe when I first listened to that, I, I didn't, I don't think I felt what Danny's describing until this record. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where, Everything I've done, even the stuff that I was like really, really all about and like putting, you know, a little heart and soul into, like in the back of my head, I was always like, that's not really what I'm going for. Yeah. Because I, because it's hard to fucking to write shit and have it be all the check off all those boxes. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm 29 now and, and I've been I was writing in fucking, I was in a grunge band when I was like 12. Yeah. Just play and, and wrote my own songs and thought they were all awesome. And was like, Mom, fuck you. I'm going to be on the radio. <laughs> like, I need to do you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to be famous. And it's just all dog shit, like Nirvana ripoffs. Right. Uh, but you got to go through all those Anything that like, you're like, I'm actually doing something that I can get. Yeah, dude. But, but yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know. It just, when I think of all the, like, time and money I spent on all the other projects, I, like, get anxious. I'm like, God, if only I, like, knew what I know now back then and, like, what I, the things I 
wouldn't have done and like but like you got to go through all that bullshit in order to get anything that you're, you know, super on board with. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to go through some profound, like, self-discovery shit, and like, not everyone is on a path to doing that. Like, just anyway. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't. Know. I focus because I only focused on music for like my whole life <laughs> I don't know. I, and you know and also just kind of like showed up in new york at 18 like with like a false sense of my abilities and like like ready to totally get beat down you know like, like you, do, <laughs> yeah. you really do have to like get like humiliated and embarrassed and stuff and then, yes. then like crumble, and then build yourself slowly back up. For, you know, yeah, to, that, to that that place, I think, because it's like I, you know, I could sabotage myself mentally so easily up until <laughs> pretty recent in my life uh, yeah. when it comes to playing. But cringe is good. I think cringe is the great equalizer. Like you're gonna look, look back. Like, dude, the stuff that I used to do when I was in college, like, the music I would make, or, like, dude, in, in high school, I was in a band that was, like, literally, it was, it was a fucking, like, sublime band, right? Oh, wow. like, yeah. One of those, uh, uh I, I mean, it, we tried to make it, we were all, we were also in this jazz band, so we tried to make it a little more jazzy, and, like, we, the whole thing was, like, we were gonna be, like, a sublime band, but we were gonna do bossa songs, like, you know how Sublime does, like, a reggae, they have, like, yeah. a song, reggae background? We were gonna be, like, a sublime band, but more like a samba bossa background. <laughs> oh my like, God. Like, to this day, I'm like, that probably would've taken off. Yeah, oh, if yeah. If we had, like, actually given a shit, because that's, like, kind of the stuff people like to listen to, unlike whatever the fuck we do. But... I this old CD when I was in, like, and she was just visiting, and like I was listening to these songs, and I like couldn't even make it through a song. I did the vocals too, and it's just like uh, <laughs> I fucking thought like I had a song about playing pool in a bar. Like, I never did that. <laughs> I, never, I didn't even think I had ever played pool. I was like, and I'm playing pool, and I had that kind of indie voice where I was like, like a Jack Johnson voice. <laughs> well, you kind of say like this and I went. It's like I cannot oh, I gotta hear that through this. I'm like, yeah. No, you no one will ever hear that. <laughs> but uh but like you're saying, it's like it's good because you you wanna get through that and make it to the next stage in music and um, I don't know all these kids always saying like, Yeah, man, when I was fourteen I was listening to fucking uh Dillinger escape plan and uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, really? Dude, I was a fucking bitch. Like, shit. Like, I listened to like Slipknot, but I didn't know anything cool. Dude. I was so late. Yeah, like, totally. Dude, like I, I like dude, like the first record that I ever got into, it was fucking Eiffel 65. Like that was the like I that was the first CD I ever owned, and I fucking I that record. So I don't even fun. know what that is. What's, I yeah, me it. neither. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, you'll know the song. You remember that blue song? <laughs> like, I'm blue. Yeah. Like I'm blue. Yeah. Oh, I'm, the, I'm blue. blue song? Yeah, dude. Like that record that, was that man. Yeah, dude. Like that. <laughs> that I actually awesome. had the full album of the I'm Blue band. Yeah, dude. dude I'm, I'm pulling wow. it up right now. Eiffel 65. Man. I didn't even know they had other songs. Dude, I. Like, <laughs> dude, dude yeah like that was the first cd i ever owned and i fucking like dove into it like and i loved it and honestly that whole record i'm still i still throw that shit on like it's just like dance music but i fucking love that and like <laughs> and like i've never listened I, to i remember sorry to cut but i remember like my friend's mom would give us a ride home from school and we would play that song like every the entire ride back <laughs> every single day for like a year like we were fucking loved that that and like um all stuff 
What is with the oh, two songs? Oh fuck yeah, like, dude! Smash, smash. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, that and yeah, Walking yeah. on the Sun by fucking oh, Smash yeah, Mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Smash Mouth Shrek soundtrack, dude. Has, has there ever been a better fucking soundtrack? Like, <laughs> move over, John Williams. Fucking Shrek soundtrack for the eight. If we send, if aliens ever find like a satellite of ours with some data on it, hopefully it has the Shrek soundtrack. <laughs> Dude, imagine <laughs> it just I believe, I believe yeah 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 <laughs> yeah dude i had a walkman when i would listen to that with the shrek soundtrack in it when i was like nine. hell yeah and like and kids will seriously tell you they'll be like yeah dude when i was nine i was listening to calculating infinity it's like no you weren't no, they're, they're full no of way. shit yeah yeah exactly you're not that cool yeah <laughs> and i know you're not that cool because you like you i know you just found that out like a couple of years ago and now if you, if, if you find that someone doesn't know what that is you're like how the fuck do you not know what that is yeah Dude, staple of or history and i'm all of a sudden like, coolest kid ever but and if you had heard it you probably wouldn't even have liked it yet exactly. like i heard yeah. I, when i was in i guess in high school because I, I at that point like like before high school i was into heavy heavier shit but you know at that age, that means like this I was is back in, in the 60s. I was in the tool. Yeah, back in the sixties, exactly. I was, I was into back Danny in the forties. Yeah, I was watching Charlie Chaplin movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, totally. No, I mean it was like I was you know listening to like Tool and Primus and like Helmet and like you know noise rocky bands and just like more of that sort of grunge rocky shit because it was that time period then i got into jazz but like yeah i mean like i had a mashuga album i don't even know why i like how i ended up with it it was it's the (laughs) it's the one where it's just one long track you know what i'm talking about i think it's called one maybe or something i wouldn't doubt whatever it's called it's like one that's like one 45 minute long track and it's like it's I mean, it's sick, and I remember listening to it, and I was like, yeah, like, I like this, but it didn't sound to me any, like, cooler than, like, some fucking Metallica, you know? It was yeah. just like, it didn't, I didn't know why, I didn't see it as, like, exceptional to the other shit. It was just like, oh, this is all right, too. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So I didn't get it yet, you know? No, I know. I, I mean, and uh, I can't say I listened to a lot of Meshuga or anything, but, like, I definitely had heard more it's like i think i heard converge and i was like i don't like the vocals are too harsh. Like, yep i'm gonna go back and listen to slipknot where it's basically like metal rap. yep and, but you know again you're that's how you're building up any kind of like musical taste it's like when you're a little kid you love fucking chicken nuggets and fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches cutting like little di- you know my mom would cut peanut butter jelly sandwiches into like little dinosaur shapes with cookie cutters <laughs> and yeah. that was fucking that was like a gourmet meal for me it was the <laughs> shit oh yeah and, and but then you get older and you're like you know you're gonna you're, you develop a palate and same with food and music and all that stuff uh, you're not just born with like an awesome taste and shit um Did we all just run out of shit to say? No, no, I do, uh, I, I didn't know if it got. <laughs> sorry, my uh, my headphones just cut out. My bad. There were times when shit cut out, and I wasn't sure if it just cut out to me or if like. Oh no! I think it no. Was yeah, yeah, that was too. my bad. My uh, my my headphone, my Bluetooth headphones ran out of batteries. I should have charged them, but um, yeah, I got Bluetooth headphones and what. <laughs> Yeah, you're a real adult, dude. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? You're rich. You are a real musician, dude. Oh, I know, God. dude. <laughs> you all the it. money, all the I like. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know why I thought we like made more money, but I we got a bunch of downloads for this album, and I was like, oh, nice. Like maybe we'll be able to put that like to another album or something. And it's like, you know, it's like maybe 200 bucks like not even <laughs> like total dude you, yeah, you can I, make, I you can make two that, records yeah. <laughs> I, yeah 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 and I, I think that's like between my two bands oh, like shit. that's not even that's not even just this like oh, that's funny. yeah yeah and uh but it's yeah man i mean the dream is to eventually make 
maybe $200 a month. That would be nice. Yeah. Like <laughs> even that, but it, the real game is like uh, merch yeah. now because, and, yeah. and like, I guess if you can tour and play shows and shit, which really is just a way to sell merch. Ex- exactly. Right. <laughs> um, because everyone, that, and that's the thing, we, Danny. We got to get some cool merch that people are like. Yeah. Because honestly, people, and I'm included. Like sometimes I won't even like a band, or like I don't dislike them, but they're not like my favorite band. But I'm like, God, they have cool merch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I'm a poser, and if some fucking metal gatekeeper came up to me at a show and was like, "Dude, name five songs," I'd be like, "I, I couldn't name you one." Yeah. I actually yeah. forget what this band is called, and the logo is so blurred because it's that grindcore shit that yeah. I didn't forget yeah. what they're called. I forget the totally. band's name. Like, I thought this was a different band. Like, yeah. Honestly, I maybe it was my band from like years ago. I don't remember, but Holy but shit. yeah, that's a move. Do you have any cell damage merch? I'll buy some cell damage merch, <laughs> dude. Yeah, like um. We we are we are just getting some new shit printed right now, and like I'm super stoked. I I'm super stoked for it. So like uh, I I don't I don't know when it'll be up because okay. So I found out like or we've been told that we're gonna have to pay taxes on our band, and I'm like, there's no way we've made that much fucking money to like pay taxes, and like they say like if you do like what over i forgot how much money they say you're over and so we're like we pulled everything offline because we were like if we show any more money that we've made we're just going to be get fucked oh really dude that's fucked up dude that's 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 what someone said goddamn yeah dude i know and that's what sucks is that like i was i'm like we're a fucking small band we're like no one gives a shit about us like it's literally just like just some like fucking weird noisy band and like if we have to like so yeah, we've been told that we're gonna have to pay taxes on shit, and we're like, well, we're not gonna like sell any more stuff unless it's at shows. But like, um, yeah, we're just trying to figure out if we have to, and if not, then we're gonna put all our shit up. But yeah, dude, like, I'll I'll send you all our shit and see what see if you think anything's fucking cool. Like, but uh, yeah, dude, I'd love to see it. And and uh, honestly, if you know any good merch people, I'd love to. Uh, I, I'm all ears because like I, right now we don't really have anyone for merch or anything lined up because like we really splurged on uh, uh, the uh, like recording for this. Yeah. But then by the end of that, I was like, fuck man, I have no more money. And <laughs> like you, that's another thing. Like these bands are so expensive. Yeah. Projects. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. Like, oh man, we gotta fucking then we gotta get merch and then we gotta get fucking and the people are like, yo, dude, I need vinyl. I'm like, that's like I get anxious just thinking about getting vinyl for this fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> like, it's so it's goddamn like, expensive, man. Yeah. Dude. But that's you gotta pay, you know, you gotta invest to make money, I guess. Like because vinyl and people like just buy vinyl and don't even listen to it. They just love having. Yeah. So you get to use people's uh, like consumer desires and take their money. Yeah, dude, exactly. But like, <laughs> dude, it's so true. <laughs> dude, but like, yeah, if, if uh, like, I, I know the dude, we, we, but like, you guys are over, like you said, like, well, that whole side of the, the country is New York. So you guys are in New York and like, Uh, I don't know how much it would take to ship shit from because like literally the dude that does our merch is like like probably like an hour away from me. So I don't know if shipping would be over like crazy over there. But like I I know like a couple people on that on your coast. So like I can see if they know anyone that could print merch. Yeah, it's not even the printing. It's just like the artists because like I have a bunch of ideas, but um, I don't. I don't know anyone who, cause there's that, like I, so I worked with a bunch of people who do um, like collages and stuff like digital collages. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's people who did, but I want that kind of merch where it's just printed on like the design. It's like a logo that's printed on. It, it just seems way more natural rather than a picture where it almost seems like someone just taped a picture onto a shirt. Oh yeah. Like, are, wait, are you saying like, where you can, uh, is it where you could feel the, the the thing or where it's like literally in the shirt like it's like uh, the, like 
or it's more it's I, either one it's just like the aesthetic of it where like i feel like a lot of bands now go really creative with the the ink designs yes. on the shirt and they'll do stuff on the sleeves and all sorts of cool shit like that where it's like i don't know anyone who designs stuff like that i just know people that do like sort of like uh the more like digital collage stuff uh and uh like i wouldn't want to put our album cover on a shirt yeah okay because i feel like it just wouldn't work very well like i like that kind of stuff where it's like it really like utilizes like negative space yes and you just have like a kind of low resolution uh like whatever art piece or logo or whatever it is on the i'm not explaining this very well but uh, <laughs> Dude, well, our, my my brother literally does like all of our merch. I could like, I'll I'll send you like his Instagram, and like you could hit him up because he literally does all of our shit and has made merch for a bunch of other bands too. Your brother, who's in Cell Damage, right? Yes, yeah. You guys are both. That's kind of cool being in a band with your brother. Like, how is that? Oh, dude, it's, um, it's the sickest, dude. Like, I, yeah, because like like knowing that we've been like. First of all, like my brother and I are super close, and when we I started this, like when we when we started this band, like he basically was like, "Oh, well, I I'll try vocals," and then he became the vocalist, and and then knowing that I can like go around the states with my brother, like, dude, I don't care if like if we like, dude, we broke down and couldn't play a show in Portland, but we got to hang out in like the city that we stopped in. And I got to hang out with my brother and my best friends. Like that shit's yeah. fucking dope, dude. Like, so yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of the coolest feelings because he and I are already best friends. And now we just get to like, uh, think of music together. Dude, that's sick, man. I, and, and like, honestly, like I, I feel like that's almost kind of rare with siblings that they're that close. And like, you can be in a van for weeks on end and like have um uh like spend so much time with one another and still be like best friends that's like super yeah. lucky yeah that you guys are both like able to sustain that relationship and and are are you guys twins or are you yeah no no we're uh, i was going to say we're twins i don't know if that can uh, c- contributes to that but like yeah we're 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 identical uh, twins yeah like that's the thing like my brother and i were six years apart and uh it's just like it's a different kind of dynamic like he's my younger brother uh i feel kind of um like protective of him like so recently i had my bachelor party and my brother organized it and like he's a very like straight edge guy um but we were doing anyway a bunch of psychedelics and it was my bachelor party so i'm like i'm doing all of them yeah and uh my brother like i i have that kind of i have to put on that kind of demeanor with my brother like very like you know responsible and uh you know put together and stable and anyway you know a couple hours into this ordeal i'm just like on the floor like laughing at trees and shit and just being like a fucking lunatic and my brother's like terrified he's like oh my god like are you there he's like going to my friends and they're like no this is normal like it'll be okay and i don't know it's just it's a different dynamic my brother and i have like i don't know if i could do that sort of stuff with him but maybe i mean when you get older like the age difference becomes less and less important Dude, no, no, exactly, dude. Like, no, I totally, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, man, that's sick. I mean, and, and, and that is another thing about, you know, we we're talking about how, you know, back when you, when you were telling people at work, like, oh, I'm playing a show this weekend and they're like, oh, you're not even getting paid. What's the point? Like, I'm yeah. Fucking, like, what? And it's like, well, not only do I get to do something creative, I get to do it with like, fucking people that i love yeah and i just would like i would be hanging out with them anyway exactly not not getting paid and now we get to like do something really cool and and uh you know just get that 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 that's another huge thing like if you're in a band with people that you don't really vibe with and like in my case with danny yeah uh, yeah right yeah, you know, really <laughs> that's like, part of why that's <laughs> Part of why the album slapped so hard is because, like, we were just like hate playing each other. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's. I mean, the thing is, is like Danny and I really didn't know each other. 
Like, yeah, even, like we we still kind of don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, not, right. We've hung like, out a to- we've hung out a total of like three and a half times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, and, damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah, met in person. We met like four years ago or something, and then we talked about doing a project for like another few years. But like, because you're in Boston and I was upstate for a while, and then in the city, like, yeah, we just never. Like it's a big deal. That's why we haven't rehearsed ever either, because it's is you know what a four hour I forget three and a half hour drive maybe. Yeah, uh, if you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, because I mean, yeah, at at night maybe. But I think um, I think at some point, like I think I'll be caught. I can't. I mean, if you get a good place in uh, New York, like I can just take the fucking train down and like just. Yeah just like practice for a day and at least it's better than like nothing yeah uh, no for sure but that's people will message us and they'll be like yo dude we gotta have you play this show and i'm always really hesitant because i'm like as of right now we do not have a live set yeah like, <laughs> like we, we 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 have songs and and we know we know all the parts but like danny and i have yet the first time we played together was when we recorded the album. <laughs> no yeah. Way. And we didn't even really play together. Yeah. I just recorded, we recorded separately. And it's like, it's a different kind of uh, experience. Yeah. I was just like practicing to his, you know, demo recordings. And then we just like talked about the music a little, but it was, it was more or less really clear. Cause it was like the scratch recordings were the exact same form of what, this song was going to be anyway so i just kind of memorized him to the recording and yeah 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 you're you're you're, he's he's selling himself short it's fucking crazy how fast (laughs) he learned all this shit with the level of detail i was like blown i was like all right this is what like an actual like studio professional gig musician is like because i thought i was good at memorizing stuff quickly like we we were practicing for a different band for nursing and then stuff came up and we ended up switching gears and doing this project, which I'm actually really happy we did. Like, I'm, yeah, I think it was a, a blessing in a way. Like, and, and, and I, out of that. yeah. And, and it's just like, this music for me is more like where my head's at. Um, and I'm, and it, you know, I think we turned out really well. This music's also a lot more accessible to oh, yeah, like, definitely. other people. And, uh, which, which is like, cool. Cause I can share it with like my friends from back home. Or yeah. like my sister, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to fucking uh, gouge my eardrums out." Yeah, <laughs> I actually like this is like listenable, like nice, like it's a it's a unique experience. Yeah, but um, he like I sent him this stuff, and you were doing a bunch of other stuff for another band. It was was it the Raptors or that was the one that you did after I think? Or you were you were getting to you were gonna go on tour with this band, so you had to learn all their shit. Yeah, right. Gigs. And I remember like talking, we had a, we had a Skype or like a FaceTime, like a couple days before you were going to come up and I was getting really nervous. And I was like, I don't think he's like recorded or, or uh, memorized all this stuff. Um, and you were like, all right. So in track five, around the like <laughs> one minute and five second mark, I realized on the original scratch track, you had three hits in that point, but now on the <laughs> new one, you only have two. Was that intentional? And I was like, holy shit, this guy knows. And you were like, I was, and he's like, so chill about it. Cause he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to feel it out. And like, kind of, you know, just see what, whatever sort of like calls whatever the like music calls for in that moment. But he had like every little nuance memorized before even like touching his drumsticks. He would just listen to it (laughs) and just like, yeah. And just commit everything to memory. It was just fucking like alien to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean like, and that's, that's always been something that I've like, you know, naturally been good at and like, and then have worked on a lot for like a pretty long time. But, but like, yeah, this year, since I've been back here, like I've been doing it for so many projects and also just like, yeah, the like, you know, with jazz projects, it's like, I'll have sheet music too, but I still would prefer to memorize it because it's so fucking crazy. There's no way I could even remotely come close to sight reading or, I mean, not even sight reading, just reading at all. Like a lot of the shit and like, 
So it's made it so that, yeah, like super complex things I just will listen to over and over. And, and it's also this foolproof thing where with those gigs that have sheet music, I'm like, well, you know, if I'm playing and it's like, I, you know, there's this energy at the show and it's like you're in, it's intimidating, like you're playing like with intense people, like in front of some intense people. And like, I just have to know this shit. Like, like if I, because part of it too is I hate to look back and be like, oh, if I had remembered that this part was like that, I could have done a sick fill over it, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know it. Like, I, you know, with a recording, I really want to be able to be like, I thought about exactly what would, you know, work the best on this part. Like, yeah, I had yeah. a long time to think about it or whatever. And you can't always do that if you don't have enough time. But like, since you, you know, months and months went by between when you gave me the songs and when we actually recorded, so. Yeah. No, but yeah. it's still, and, and like, honestly, dude, this is a unpopular take, but people who read sheet music are fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, yeah, all day they go to like the fanciest fucking music schools and it's like, you're just reading, it's like a computer. You're just like an algorithm, right. just like, in, you know, taking inputs and having corresponding outputs and like, doesn't that... I don't know. Like they're like, yeah, oh, no, I'm I, I totally lead, understand. I lead viola for the fucking philharmonic of, uh, you know, the fucking Philistine in town, and uh, I uh, and and it's like we play also from Brahms to Chopin. And <laughs> it's like you just you just like it's like a fucking binary. It's just like giving them like yeah. machine code, and then it just spits out exactly what's written there. Like, right. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, and I feel I'm that sure way more goes yeah. into it. <laughs> no, I mean, I I think there's uh, like jazz and classical have that that like what seems like a process, you know. And other people would say is like more of a creative thing, but like it doesn't seem like it like to either of us. I think uh, it seems like the opposite, right? And it will, and it's because it's also the difference between like is it sheet music out of the necessity of it? Because like for horse torso, that's the only way I could ever get it accomplished. Is that like I write sheet music and then i just like want them to memorize it so they're not looking at sheet music so i just give it and to I, them i did that for right myself I wrote, I wrote sheet music for this project because each there were so many like synth parts and like weird like just guitar chords and harmonies and i was like it's not complicated but i mean it's not technically difficult to play but it became a lot of information very quickly and i was like I don't want to be in the recording studio, like listening to individual stems and being like, okay, what was I supposed to play here? Like, right. Yeah. So I just wrote it all out. But like that to me is just like a, a procedural sort of, um, um, a, uh, like a procedural, um, just a uh, process that I had to do to get it done. That's not like, that wasn't interesting to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I might be, I might be in very unpopular. I, there's a lot that goes to like these people who spend their lives like, dedicated to playing in orchestras and jazz and symbols. I'm not trying to discredit them, even though I just discredited their entire <laughs> their existence. Like, no, I mean, you know, there, there are, I think, people who are in that world that also hate it. Like, that's the funniest thing. Oh my God. There was this Twitter, uh, Twitter or wait, maybe. What was the one? Was it Tumblr? Was that the photo one? Yes. Wh whatever. Like, so there was this thing called Jazz is the Worst. And I think it was like also like blog, like a blog spot website. But like, and it was basically just like, it had to have been someone who's like in the jazz world here. <laughs> and like, we also kind of suspected it was like this one friend of ours. Like, actually, this dude who was on the first horse tour. So I'm just because his personality, but it was like, you know, he was just mocking how, like, no one could possibly care less about this shit. And it's, like, completely just for each other to just be, you know, in awe of, like, their virtuosity or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and, it, and, it, and then, you know, and so they'd post, like, a picture of, like, you know, the em how empty all the shows are. Like, there's, like, <laughs> so-and-so is playing at whatever jazz gallery and it shows this picture where it's, like, there's, like, five rows and no one in them you know like and it's, i don't know it's just it, it is it's like i think you know yeah there's yeah. people who want to get beyond that and it's sort of like a it, you know in certain instances it's a necessary evil uh but 
Yeah, and I was like forced to try to get good at it, which I still, you know, it's like that's something I think you have to do a lot. Like if, if I was if I had gigs frequently where I was reading on the gig, I would that skill would get way better. But like right now, I like uh, I hate I kind of hate it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and and also I would feel bad if those people weren't the most sanctimonious fucking gatekeeping assholes ever. Right. You know, and I honestly really respect your friend. Was it him or, or like you never found out? Wait, what? Wait. Oh, 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 the blog spot. Yeah, no, um, I never found out. And like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, who, you know, it could have been so many people because there's so many people have observed those things and that's what made it so fun and like also it's such a small world that really nobody fucking like like it's true no one cares because they're not even looking at this you know twitter or whatever like yeah 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 no exactly and and but and but again like dude like the jazz world it's like it's so counter the kind of ethos of jazz where they're all like oh it needs to fit this kind of format and it needs only you know, we only we don't really give a shit about anything new, or like that's real gym. And it's the, the math core comparatively is like so much more open and uh, like accepting of like weirder stuff that kind of falls out of their uh, right paradigm. And, well, it's you know it's similar enough, and there's clearly like influences. Like they're like, oh no, that's neo soul, that's real jazz, and that's not that's like oh that's like not even uh, you know anything. Like I'm sure like a horse torso. There are the jazz gatekeepers that are like, that's fucking jazz. And it's not really jazz, <laughs> but they're like, I don't want to listen to it if it's not just another rehashing of a fucking one of 70 jazz standards that people have been playing for the last right. 60 fucking years. It's same 254 or 251 um, four progression. Right. It's the fucking like, and, and those are great songs. Like, I love fucking. Davis, Coltrane, and Charles Mingus, all that stuff. But yeah, at the time, at the time, they were trailblazers. They were doing shit that no one was doing, and that's why we care. So you having your parents pay a quarter of a million dollars to go to school and just learn how to play exactly what these like black, uh, you know, often very impoverished, like genius musicians were doing uh, in this like pampered white college kid environment is impressive. I get why people are like really fucking, you know, salty about it because yeah, if, if they were just like, look, I love jazz playing like old Miles Davis standards, whatever the fuck. And that's just what I love doing. And, or I play these standards because that's what people at weddings want to hear. or That's what people at cocktail corporate gigs want to hear. Then that's, I would have absolutely no problem with that, but it's that like, we are all so graced to be in their presence and learn what divine musical knowledge they have to offer us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully agree. And the same with classical people. Like people go to like, I, in college I dated this girl who was like in a big orchestra here and now she's in a big orchestra. She was like trying out for it. And like, she was not like this, but like a lot of her friends were like anything that's not studying the, the greats of, uh, you know, the Western classical canon are like, um, you know, inferior and, um, and I, and that's when I was sort of like, you guys are just fucking reading other people's ideas. Like, right. Like, it's like, if I was like reading, uh, you know, Aristotle and reciting it as my own and being like, look how fucking smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Right. You know, or like, I guess Aristotle's a bit of the fucking Hegel or Kant or someone. There's philosophers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you fucking asshole. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. But all right, Josh. Uh, it's like 1 a.m. here, <laughs> so I'm probably going to have yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, trying not to I'm say just, anything, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, so old. I'm like, but, yeah. Dude, I'm basically sleep talking right now. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. even remember any of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, it's okay because I was going to say, holy fuck, like, it's late there for you guys. But, like, so here, let me just ask one question that I, I like, uh, like, for this band, I, I like, uh, uh, if your ba- it's a weird question, but if your band was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? 
Ooh. First season of True Detective. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's such and, a good answer. That's me. That's me putting way too much uh, uh, meaning into this project. Because <laughs> that's yeah, like the best but, for me. That was like the best television. I fucking love that shit. It but really ideally, was. Ideally, really, if we could, if we could embody a TV show, it would be there. First season, other fucking two and three can suck a dick, but <laughs> yeah. number one with Matthew. Yeah, I stand by that. Hell yeah! I'm not going to try and say some yeah. stupid other what, answer. What's what's cell damage? What would you say, dude? I, you know what's funny is that I think you asked me that last time. I still don't know, and I've done I've done over a hundred episodes, and people have asked me that. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what fucking TV show I would say, and like, yeah, I, dude, like. Oh, fuck. What Dude, another that? thing I would say, I would say that first thing of uh, first season of True Detective and a little Twin Peaks. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Eric, totally. Eric and I would listen to Twin Peaks soundtracks and be like, how do we get the synth to sound like this? Like when we were, Eric's the producer, sorry. He was a sound engineer. And he has a bunch of like old synths that we were using. Hell yeah. Uh, and I would say yeah, Twin Peaks is uh, uh, maybe not like the content of the show, but like the soundtrack for sure. Oh, for sure. No, I, as soon as you said that, I totally heard the intro, dude. Like I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, it's a tough question. And it's telling that you can't take your own medicine, Josh. <laughs> Dude, I know. You ask everyone this really difficult question on the spot, and you're like, why the fuck are you asking me that question? Dude. I'm the interviewer. <laughs> Dude, you exactly. answer me. Dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck you, dude. But like, no, like, like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, it's funny. I'm pretty sure you asked me that last time, too, and I still don't know, man. Like, I've, I, I like, and also, I've never taken the time, and it's crazy that, like, you instantly said, like, True Detective, season one. Like, there was no hesitation. Like, you, like, it's like you already had it locked and loaded. Like, you were just like, oh, yeah, dude, right here. It's that, it's that kind of, like, you know, the songs, like, you can hear it in a group home. We try to do a little bit of, like, almost like a bluesy, like, Americana. Yes. Vibe with it. But, like, shit. One more atoll. But, so that's, I mean, that, that, the intro to the first season and just the whole fucking dark world. Like, this album was definitely dark to yeah. the point where, like, when it was done, it was kind of like, okay. Kind of maybe read a happy book or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Go on, something that's really dark shit. <laughs> like, and it, and like it's weird listening to it sometimes. Like though, some of the lyrics are so fucked up, and I'm like, man, whoever wrote this is like, fucked up. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna that's, say it's not good. <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> dude. Oh man. Okay. Well, dude, I'll, I'll let you guys go. Like seriously like thank you guys for coming on that was this has been so much fun like like tony again like i i dude on that first spot i fucking loved talking to you you have like such a crazy ass brain that like has all this goddamn knowledge and i'm just like dude it, just sitting here listening is fucking dope and like dude Danny, well, i like, hope so because sometimes i feel like i just rant dude I, but the thing is ranting's sick like especially like if like the 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 subjects that you're ranting about are cool like you're, you're like all the shit that you've said wasn't disinteresting like i was like oh dude this sounds cool like i'm interested because i'm not really well versed in like anything i'm i am literally like like if if i have any questions for this podcast most of the time my brother writes them all because like i'm an <laughs> idiot i'm just the voice dude like i i can't fucking think of shit and like i so, mean yeah. i was neither are we but I respect the shit out of you saying that because nobody is. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but like me and many other people, we all pretend to know what the fuck we're talking about. And then go on ranting and they're like, you know, blacking out and waking up like, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like mania. Like I just go into automatic pilot and don't know what the hell I'm even saying. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Dude. But I kind of, I kind of just make it up as I go. But I pace it out like I'm doing a drum fill or something. I'm just say, like, all right. By the end of this, I'll know. Yeah, dude, you, you, your cadences are perfect, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Yeah, that's that's how I get through social interactions. I just pace it out. <laughs> that's so sick. <laughs> but yeah, no, this was really fun. Yeah. Um thanks for having us. And yeah, yeah, Tony is fun to listen to, just like talk about whatever the fuck. It's yeah, true. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I'm so happy to have Danny here because he's like he'll be like, I'll go on a rant. He's like, Okay, now time to make sense of that. Like <laughs> I'll like it, I'll be like, All right, I should I think this is about the amount of time where I should say something just to say something, I guess. Sorry, dude. Balance it out. I don't know. You did talk more in this one than Chris's one. You know what I mean? Oh, you like, cut out right when I didn't hear the keyword. <laughs> no, sorry. You you talked more in this interview than the one we just did. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I felt like all of his questions were geared towards me. And whereas this format is literally just, hey, here's a band. Have a conversation. Exactly. It was a bit more. Right. Like, yeah. Well, and like if if the questions are very like specific to the music and the, the that whole thing, then obviously you're like way more involved in that. So it makes or just sense. like the lyrics, right? Or like yeah, the, the lyrics. The, like the why did you choose that band title? Right. I mean, and, and those questions. I mean, I feel like he does sort of ask those same questions to like he has a very like you know methodical way of of doing the questions for all the bands or whatever. But then it, but it's like, it prevents it from being what this was, which is fine. <laughs> but like, you know, like we'll rant and you don't even know how long it's been going on. It's like yeah. five hours or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. And Josh, that's just Josh's laziness has become <laughs> its own art form where it's like, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually, you know, it's it's like guys who wake up with messy hair, but then I'm like, actually, this looks really good. And I just go with it. <laughs> you can't no, let your hair get long enough. I'm not saying Josh is lazy, dude, but no, I am, dude. I, dude, I sat here the whole time, and be like, dude, this is sick. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Hell yeah! All right, I, I do have to go, but thank yeah. you again, Josh, so much, of and course. um. Yeah, if you can actually, I don't know if this is possible, but whenever you get a chance, if you could send me like an audio form of this, because what I do now is I like, cut them up into little, I take like little like 30 second clips and like put like uh, images over them and just like, post those if you're cool with that. I don't yeah. want to take it away. And I obviously like I, I'm going to tag you guys. And, Dude. But, and, and whenever ever you get a chance, but it or not, if you're like, it's too big of a file and I, have shit to do don't even worry about it dude no like i'll totally like so when uh, yeah i'll i'll send i'll send it to you uh as soon as i edit it all down yeah dude don't even worry that'd be fucking awesome yeah yeah no awesome it's just like literally like we did one with chris's thing where it's just like uh i think it was like a minute or something we just take like discreet out of context things to make it sound insane that's that's perfect (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right man thanks so much again and uh when you uh hit me up uh, give me your brother's influence so i can hit him up oh yeah definitely i definitely will Uh, should i should i uh where should i send it to you like just send it to our um regular instagram the one we were talking the the crippling okay sounds good i'll totally do that dude all right, dude. Thank you so much. And thanks again, Danny. Yeah, of course. Was- and dude, if I don't talk to you, good luck on tour. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Definitely. Um, we'll, we'll touch base in October. <laughs> All right, man. Sounds good. Hell yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you guys have right. a good night. All right. Bye. Bye. And now part two has come to a close. Sorry that I sounded like that. But anyways... Uh, that was sick. Seriously, like, that, the first part, like, this whole episode, like, both parts, it was so much fun. Again, like I said, I love talking, like, now, like, to both of them. I love talking to Tony the first time, and now, like, having Danny in there, it was fucking awesome. Seriously, they are such cool people, and I hope one day I can see this band play live. Like, I love it like even though like we basically hardly talked about the music at all which was so weird but it was so perfect because that's i love that it just it's so fun that we can go to so many different places and i don't know i was i'm always super stoked on it so again if you and thank you thank you guys for uh coming on it was so much fun 
And uh, anyways, thank you guys for coming back if you did. And this is, if this is your first time here, go back and listen to part one, you know? I don't know where. Boston accent. Like, well, that, that wasn't one, but, like, we kept doing the episode. So, like, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, I hope you are having a great day. Now, if you're listening to this in the night, I'm not wishing a happy night. Damn it, I said it. But anyways, I hope you have a good that, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye! Hey, the voice you're listening to is Josh Matthews. That's me! The person that basically produces the show is my brother, Danny Matthews. The person that wrote the intro is Nick Riggs. It's sick! And guess what? That's it!